And I just was like, okay, how can I, how can I make money, you know, to provide for my family, but I can't get out of a chair and I can't focus for more than an hour a day. And I was like, Amazon, you know, so I, I started really diving into it. So I, I just went all in and I, I just had no choice. Like I had to figure out a way to provide for my family. A podcast hosted by Jody Tree, Joe on the mic, Leader Talk tackles various leadership strategies that cover self-development, self-leadership, including spiritual and physical health of leaders. This podcast will feature guests ranging from military leaders, thought leaders, health and nutrition leaders, spiritual leaders, nonprofit leaders, and many more. All right, guys, we are back with a new episode. We have a special guest today. We'd like to welcome uh, Justin Bell. He is a follower of Jesus, an entrepreneur. He spent 13 years in vocational ministry as a pastor and has spent over 16 years as a business owner with a seven plus figure revenue. Awesome, awesome. Uh, Justin is CEO of Right Hand LLC, a company specializing in, in Amazon FBA, which is fulfilled by Amazon, selling and consulting. With his love for both family and business, Justin decided to launch the Faith Plus Business Podcast, super awesome, to equip entrepreneurs to follow the way of Jesus. After spending seven years in the friend zone, which we're going to talk about later, God brought him and his lovely wife, Lauren, to the end zone, and they have been married since 2009. Congratulations. Uh, Justin and Lauren live in Los Angeles, California, with their four cute and crazy children, Eden, Asher, Isaiah, and Jordan. Hey, Justin, welcome. Welcome, man. Hey, Joe. Thanks so much for having me, man. I, I, I appreciate the opportunity to, to come in and be on, on this awesome podcast. Oh, bro. I, I thank you for coming on. And uh, can you tell us a, a, a little bit about what you do? Because I want everybody to be introduced to Amazon, Fulfilled by Amazon, e-commerce, uh, because you're doing an outstanding job and I've been, I've been following you and you've even had some challenges out there to help people understand that there's there's a, a e-marketing uh, or e-commerce, excuse me, out there that is you can earn seven figures. Can, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, thanks for asking. So we have a couple of different aspects of our, our company. Mm -hmm. um, so on you know one hand, we, you know, we do have our own Amazon business where we sell our own uh, products. Which, uh, we do something called private labeling uh, and FBA, as you talked about, fulfilled by Amazon. Um, and so we sell our own products on Amazon. So that's like one sector. The second sector is we provide um, consulting uh, training um, for those who are sellers on Amazon, all the way from, you know, somebody wanting to go through a free challenge um, up up through, you know, joining our academy, our coaching, and um, we even, you know, will will run uh, Amazon businesses for larger, um, you know, businesses that are doing um, seven and eight figures per year. And then in our third category of our business is our, is our podcast, uh, the Faith Plus Biz podcast, where we talk about, um, you know, fo following Jesus as, as an entrepreneur. So um, that's, uh, that's what I do to, to, to keep out, out of trouble. <laughs> hey, you know what? And, and the reason why I, I brought uh, Justin on is because I want to give people the, the open big picture about how they can be an entrepreneur. Because entrepreneurship, people like to talk about, 
yeah, I, I want to open up a brick and mortar, which is, you know, a storefront and things of that nature. But I also want to, Justin, to open you guys up to the e-commerce way of thinking and doing things. Because he talked about white label. And I'm going to ask him later on about uh, what the white label is, because I, I know the definition. Uh, but he's going to introduce to you guys some ways of thinking, because I, I want, because uh, I'm a veteran. Everybody knows I'm a veteran. Today's Veterans Day. Yes, and, and thank you for serving our country, as, right. as I said yeah. before, and want to reinforce that. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, thank you very much. It was, it was my honor and pleasure. Uh, but this is also a tool uh, for veterans to see one some, some of the ways when they tra transition out of the military of how they can uh, do business or, or a way that they can do business besides just a, a normal brick and mortar, which might cost a lot because, you know, you got to get a building, you got to start getting permits, you got to do this, you got to do that. But with Fulfilled by Amazon and e-commerce, uh, Justin is going to show us a little something, something here little uh, that you guys can, can learn from him. And like I said, he provides training and I've seen some of his training and he's very excellent. But uh, can you tell us a little bit about what exactly is Fulfillment by Amazon? Yeah, so there's um, so Amazon is it, it is a lot like eBay in the sense that it is a, an open you know platform um, that anybody could you know uh, jump on and and sell on, and so there's there's different ways to sell on Amazon, and you can you know you can sell your own products or you can re, you know resell other people's um, products, and if you've ever noticed on Amazon when um, if you've ever seen the little link where it says you know there's 50, you know, sellers from, you know, 49.99 and up, you know, if you click that little small link, you all of a sudden see there's all these sellers that are selling, you know, this product. So those are what would be called resellers that are reselling, you know, a, a product. And so there's a whole, there's a, you know, a, a whole like, you know, subculture here of different sellers uh, on Amazon that do all these different things. And so what we doing, what we do is um, we private label our own uh, products, which all that means is that um, we don't make our own products, but we'll hire a manufacturer who will create our products for us um, according to our specifications. And then they'll put our company's information on the label so that to the consumer, it's, you know, they don't know whether it was made by someone else or by us. And that's honestly, that's how a lot of things are, are really made. And so from there, um, we do something called Fulfilled by Amazon. And the beauty of Fulfilled by Amazon is that it's just like it sounds. It's not fulfilled by you as an individual, but it's fulfilled by Amazon. So those products are actually at Amazon's warehouse. And every time somebody buys one of your products, Amazon packs it up for you and they ship it out to the customer and they even deal with like returns and a lot of customer service type things. So the whole business model essentially becomes decentralized, which is really what, where the world is going. Um, the world is going to decentralization. Um, and so you're able to, you know, save money. Like you said, Joe, like you don't have to, you know, pay rent for an actual building. I mean, I've, um, I've been working, you know, from home, we, we don't have um, a business space. I've been in business for, you know, you know, 16 years or whatever my bio said, I can't even remember anymore. Hey, I got four kids. I can't remember anything. Um, but, you know, I've been in business for a long time, but I've never actually even had a physical location, you know, following just a decentralized, um, you know, model. And so what's nice about that is it's very scalable, but by nature. So, you know, it doesn't matter to me, um, you know, as far as my time goes, whether I sell one product a day or 500 products a day, it's the workload is essentially the same. 
And so, you know, for a, a person, you know, looking to grow their income, um, but also somebody who is looking for, you know, what do you need to, to grow in your influence and leadership? You need time, a lot of, you know, you need time and money, honest, you know, to, together to be able to be, you know, a, an effective leader. And it's what you do with those resources, of course, that makes you a good leader. But Amazon FBA is something that, that frees up a lot of time and a lot of money, uh, especially if you know, you know how to do it correctly. So that's kind of in a nutshell um, what that business model is and you know, what we do and what we help our, our clients to do, Joe. Wow, and, and that's amazing because guys, I hope we took a lot of notes. And uh, Justin inspires me because you know, he came from a background of being a pastor, vocational ministry, and he came to a point, and, and, and I'd like for you to explain it to, he said, hey, you know what, I need to think outside the box here for me and my family, but can, can you explain to us, Justin, like, what was the deciding factor? Where was, like, the aha? It's like, look, I need to do something here. I'm going towards FBA. <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. So, I mean, I had, um, all my time of being a pastor, you know, I, I had um, various businesses, you know, on the side that, that we were, you know, running. Um, you know, we had, we did some marketing stuff. We, um, we had a, a pool contracting company, um, you know, for a while that, that we had going on. And um, I was always interested in business. So I always had something kind of going on on the side. And I be, started to become really, really interested in uh, Amazon FBA. And it actually started when I, I came up with an invention that I was so excited about. And I went and I approached a mentor who, you know, ran a big uh, company. And he told me that my idea sucked. <laughs> he said, that's not a good invention. It will never make any money. He's, but I had mentioned that I wanted to sell it on Amazon. But he said, but selling it on Amazon is a, an incredible idea. So I had the seed planted and um, I'd been learning about, you know, all of this. And, you know, I started really having some pretty bad health issues um, when I was working as a pastor and, uh, you know, actually had a, a, a mass on my spine that was causing, you know, neurological issues and pain. And um, uh, praise God, I'm a lot better, a lot better today. Yes. Um, you know, not nearly as much, you know, pain or issues. You know, I have, I have some days, but, um, you know, God's really brought me a lot of healing in my, in my life, which I'm really grateful for. So, but here I was, I'm like, I'm like in my early thirties, you know, at the time I had three kids. Now we have four. And I was like, what the heck am I going to do? You know, cause I actually had like six doctors tell me you have to stop working as a pastor. You'll never work another day, you know, for the rest of your life. So you got to figure something out, you know? And, um, you know, and as, as, as a pastor, I mean, it was like I had even opted out of you know social security and some of that kind of stuff. So I was not in a great position. Um, and so I had to start getting really creative and I've been, you know, learning all this FBA stuff and I've been starting to research some products and I just was like, okay, how can I, how can I make money, you know, to provide for my family, but I can't get out of a chair and I can't focus for more than an hour a day. <laughs> And I was like, Amazon, you know, so I, I started really diving into it because Amazon, I like to compare a product to like a rental property, right? It's like, you know, up front when you're buying a rental property, you know, you have to do the work of you have to find a good property. You have to go through the, the whole, you know, real estate process. You have to fix up the property so it's ready to be, you know, in, inhabited by a tenant. You have to find the t a good tenant, right? Mm -hmm. You don't want to just find any tenant 
drop the agreement and start things going and then you you know collect rent and from there it just you know if you can set everything up ahead of time it becomes essentially passive mm-hmm. you know and the same is true with an amazon product you know it, it it's it takes work up front to get everything going but then it, it becomes essentially passive especially with a fulfilled by amazon model mm-hmm. because you're not you're not sending any of the boxes yourself so i I was like, okay, I got to do something. And this seemed like it was the best solution. So I, I just went all in and I, I just had no choice. Like I had to figure out a way to provide for my family. So I scaled the business from zero to $250,000 in the first 12 months um, of being in business. And I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing what we'll do, you know, when we're uh, under that pressure. And I mean, I know you probably know that more than anybody, you know, being in the military that, you know, most people don't realize how much potential and how much fight and grit is inside of them. Just a little bit of pressure sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little bit, huh? (laughs) Um, So that, that's kind of how it, that was like how it started. And that's Mm. honestly what got me into it. And um, I'm, I'm grateful, you know, for it because it's really, it's really opened up a lot of doors for me, you know, to be able to spend more time with my family to be able to provide for them, um, to be able to have some, you know, time to get healthy again after mm-hmm. going through all that and to be able to pour into, you know, you know, entrepreneurs and uh, to be able to just give back. So, mm-hmm. yeah. No, man, that, that's, that's super awesome. And, and, and I want to highlight something says so you, you incorporate your faith with your business and you're ma- and you're making money. You're, and there's, there's nothing wrong with that because the more money you have, the more you can invest in those things that are important in life. Uh, with your family, of course, you'd be able to provide uh, with all your cute and crazy children, you know, and, and, and you provide a life for them that is, is honorable. And you can help other people out, like I said, because uh, there's a, a lot of times uh, when faith and business comes in, there's, a, there's like a, this uneasy collision that happens. Uh, if you start making too much money, uh, then there is this uh, stigma like, oh, you know, the greed and other things like that. Uh, the root of all evil is money, but it's not the root of all evil is money. It's the love of money is the root of all evil. Right. And people get it confused. Um, but I, I'm glad that uh, you're successful and you have a podcast, which you highlight other people. Well, tell us a little bit about your podcast, though. Yeah, so my podcast is called Faith Plus Biz, and um, it's, you know, the whole focus is helping people to grow in their faith and, you know, and to grow their business at the same time. And, um, you know, our whole um, motto is to win your market without losing your soul. Mm -hmm. And the reason for that is because, um, you know, so often, like with so many things, it seems that, you know, when people are really succeeding in their business, a lot of times other things can start to fall apart, you know, like, Mm -hmm. And that can be your faith and your relationships and other aspects. And, you know, my heart is like, and this really comes from me being like a, very, like a workaholic, like way too type A, not good at drawing boundaries. And I'm like, gosh, there's got to be a way that people could be killing it in their business, in their professional life, while they're also like a healthy human being, like spiritually, emotionally, you know, physically, um, all at the same time. And so that's like been my, so it's, it's almost like this a personal obsession. And now I just have an excuse to interview all these like amazing entrepreneurs and pastors that can help, you know, um, give me a couple of tips while I'm recording it and letting other people listen to it, honestly. Um, but I just, you know, I see so many people um, caught in that dichotomy where it's like, 
maybe they're doing well personally, but then they're not like they're kind of bummed out about their business or their professional life or they're killing it. They're getting promotions. Business is growing. But, oh, man, the marriage is on the rocks. Like, you know, they're not going to church. They're not being the parent that they're supposed to be. And um, I'm just so passionate about seeing both of those, you know, thrive, thrive at the same time. So some of the episodes I do solo, some of them I bring on, you know, a, a people who can speak um, to those subjects. Um, sometimes they can speak to both. You know, we brought on pastors who are also entrepreneurs, which has been pretty cool. Um, and uh, we bring on people from, you know, uh, either side, either a mar- you know, marketer, business person, entrepreneur, or somebody who's, you know, maybe a pastor um, type or, th- or thinker, author. All right, folks, time for a sponsor break. All right, back to our episode. So doing, doing all of this, uh, now that you're generating uh, seven plus figures of income, doing uh, the FBA with Amazon, doing the white label, doing the podcasting, it seems to me, all right, just to me, that God has brought you on this path for this purpose to be able to talk to business people about doing business and faith, bringing that dichotomy together so there's no cognitive dissonance about, you know, how yeah. they're doing great in their job, but life at home is, is horrible. Right. So what has, what has all of this done for you to say, look, I'm doing the business I'm at home. I can spend time. What has that done with your family life? Well, it's been, I mean, it's definitely been, you know, a lot better, you know, it's been, it's been so good just to connect with, with my kids. And, you know, I, um, I'd be lying to you if I said I I was always in balance and that things are always, you know, going, going perfect. You know, I saw a lot of days where I, you know, working too many hours and, um, you know, constantly, you know, working on, um, adjusting that, but I'll tell you what, like, I mean, having, even the fact that I have that podcast, it really holds me accountable, um, and keeps me, you know, in, in check, which I don't think that people need to, you know, do something like that just to have that right. sort of life. But, um, it's just been, you know, it's been so, so much, so much better. And I think, especially for me, like I had you know, such a love of, um, you know, the Lord and serving people and, I thought that the only way for me to do that was to be a pastor. And, mm-hmm. um, and at this point I, I, I can just see that, that although I really enjoyed it and it was a great season that I'm thankful for, that wasn't what I was supposed to be doing. And, you know, a lot of my, uh, I love that you brought up cognitive dissonance. Uh, a lot of my cognitive dissonance, I learned, you learn big words when you talk to Joe, that's, that's the lesson. Okay. Um, a lot of my cognitive dissonance was that, you know, I, I just wasn't, I wasn't doing the right thing. So I was out of alignment, out of integrity, you know, with, with myself. So, um, yeah, it's, I, it's definitely made me you know, a much happier person and, um, you know, brought a lot more life, you know, in, into, into our home. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I, and I love that too, because once we get aligned with God, and his purposes, especially with our business. And we talked about it earlier, uh, mentioning that where it says, uh, Jesus said it himself, says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all yeah. these other things will come into place. Because we tend to get worried about all these other things in life. And we, we start focusing on those big giants like with David and Goliath. But one thing that David did, he says, God will help me. God helped me to I, defeat this, the, the lion, the bear. God's going to help me defeat you. And he put his focus back on God and what he provides. And he gave him the strength to take care of all those other things that were going on in life. Uh, but you talk about faith and biz. What is, 
what is, I, I guess, one of the best tips that you could talk to our audience about having your faith in your business? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's a great, great question. So, I mean, um, what comes to mind when I think about, you know, those two topics and incorporating them, I think it really comes down to, um, I think, I think number, number one, just thinking of, you know, under, understanding and really what I would, the, the language I would use for that would be theology. Mm-hmm. Um, another big word I learned from Joe before we started recording. Um, and then the second thing um, that I would talk about would be, you know, practice. So theology and practice or thinking and practice. So um, as far as like the thinking goes, you know, um, for me and the theology of it is really what you were saying, Joe, about, you know, understanding what the Bible actually teaches about our relationship to money. Money is, it's a morally um, neutral agent, you know, in, in the scriptures, just like, you know, sexuality is, just like leadership, you know, is, is it's, it's this morally neutral thing. Some leaders, they use their, they utilize their leadership to, to do very evil things. Some leaders utilize their leadership to, you know, they influence the world for, for the greater good and they help people advance. And the same is true with, with, with money. And it's, you know, it's like you said, it's the love of money. That's the root of all kinds of evil. And it was, you know, Martin Luther, the great reformer who said that if we could obey um, the second commandment, we would, you know, we would never break uh, any of the others, you know, and that's that we don't put anything before God, that there, we don't have any idol or carved image. And we, when we think of idols, you know, we, we tend to think of like, you know, some other strange culture that has all mm-hmm. these statues, you know, but like, but an idol is anything that you make more important than, than God or anything that you seek first instead of the kingdom, like what you said. And so, you know, money can become that, you know, um, marriage can become that, leadership can become that, anything can become in front of God, and then our lives get out of whack. So I think that the theology and that the principle is that money is to not be more important than God. We shouldn't love it more than we love God. So how do you know that? It's when you start finding all of your meaning and your satisfaction from mm-hmm. it. And also an idol is something that we would never want to let go of you want to know if you idolize money, it's if you are not a generous person, you're not willing to give to other people and you're hoarding it. And that can be somebody who has a dollar in their bank account can have that mindset or somebody who has a billion dollars in their bank account can be have that greedy, you know, love of money. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, you know, we're not to demonize it, but we're also not to worship money. And, you know, there, there are um, there can definitely be a tendency, you know, for us to do that, to find our satisfaction, ultimate satisfaction, you know, in money. So I think, you know, keeping those things in, in check and like with what you were saying, Joe, of like seeking first the kingdom, um, that really sets us in alignment so that we understand. And like, I love the Bible also talks about this concept of stewardship, mm-hmm. saying that we are stewards of everything that we have. And that's a powerful analogy. It's not, that's not like a word that we use all the time. I mean, you know, Joe uses big words. I I don't know why I keep saying that. I'm sorry, Joe. (laughs) Um, No, but that's like a word we don't really use that much anymore, but a steward, it's essentially somebody who's overseeing something and responsible for it. Like a, like a bank, right? We go and we put our money in the bank and they're stewarding our money for us. They're overseeing our money for us or Mm -hmm. an investor or something like that. And so, you know, that's what God says we are with the resources he's given us. And the resources are our time, our talent, our treasure, right? Even our children, like my kids are, they're not, they're not ultimately my kids. They're God's kids. And he's put me in charge of them Mm -hmm. for this season, you know, that, that I, that they're in my home. 
And um, that's something that I'm stewarding, you know? So I think seeing business and leadership influence money through that lens of I'm stewarding this for God, that starts to change the game in a very huge way because all of a sudden it's not about me building my big barn in my backyard, but I'm stewarding God's resources. So what am I going to do, you know, with these? And that doesn't mean that you have to give all your money away. It doesn't mean you can't have fun, you know, but, but I think it, I think when you're thinking through those things, it affects the way that you live. And I can't help but think, gosh, what if more people who had wealth thought in those terms, would we have this, the level of poverty that we have right now? Would we have the level of suffering, you know, that, that we have right now? I would, I would say, you know, probably not. And when we pray for God's kingdom to come, I mean, that's what I see, you know, coming in so many ways. And so that's like the theology of it. And in practice, um, I think applying some of those truths, but I'm such a big fan of, um, a new concept that I've learned over the past couple of years called the daily office. And it's something that the early church used to practice a lot. And, you know, a lot of Christians talk about um, devotional life and, you know, you know, we'll talk about having, you know, a, a portion of time in the beginning of your day when you're, you know, reading the scriptures and studying it. And the daily office is a very interesting concept because it's much like in the book of Daniel when it talked about how he would set aside these multiple times in the day to pray in the earlier church, throughout church history, um, instead of having like some big chunk uh, of the day in the beginning of the day, they would break this up into smaller portions throughout the day. Mm-hmm. When, you know, and even if you go to some of these like other cultures, you'll hear like bells ring and stuff. And that's like a time for people, you know, to pray or to uh, practice some sort of spiritual discipline. So for me, like doing that um, throughout the day and, and just and mixing it up, it keeps it fresh because, um, you know, I tend to get in a rut and it's like, I always think about if you, you know, if I was taking my wife on the same date for, you know, 10 years in a row, it'd start to get pretty stale, you know? And that's what a lot of us do in our walks with God. Like we just, we got the same routine, you know? And it's like, we're in a relationship and it's even compared to marriage. It's like, we wouldn't do that to our wife. So we shouldn't do that to God, you know, keep it, keep it fresh. So um, those are some things um, that, that I would say um, to help, you know, integrate those two concepts of faith and business together. Wow, man, that's a, hey, that's some gold right there. Y'all should have took down some notes. If you haven't, rewind it and get, take down some good notes right there. That's some gold. And speaking of wives, now I'm, not, I'm not letting you go on this here. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you so, wouldn't. Uh, hey, all right, guys, listen up. All right. He was, he said he was in the friend zone for seven years in the friend zone. Hey, how, how did you do it, brother? Got, got to get some tips. Got to help these brothers out that are over here in the friend zone. They want to be out of the friend zone. <laughs> <laughs> From the friend zone to the end zone, right? That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So I met my wife when I was, I was pretty young, actually. I was, uh, I was only 14 um, years old when I first met her. And I like immediately just fell for her. You know, I was, I had just become a Christian uh, myself and I grew up in a trailer park and uh. the trailer park, the girls like cigarettes, you know, and sneaking out at night, you know, and I met this girl that all of a sudden she loves Jesus and she's beautiful. And I'm like, she ain't like them trailer park girls, you know? And so I just immediately fell in love with her. And um, I was praying one day and I just said, you know, God, I, like, I want to marry her. And, um, I really like believe that I heard God audibly say to me that I was going to, I was going to marry her. 
That's what we all say. That's what, anyway, but yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. It's not like I wanted to hear that or anything. Right. You know, so, yeah, you could make the argument that I just wanted to hear that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and so anyway, um, so I, I, I felt very strongly about that. But the problem was, is that, you know, she just didn't see me that way at all. And, um, you know, just saw me as a friend. So we, we had these like seven years where it was like, I kept thinking maybe something was going to happen and she just still saw me as a friend and, you know, a um, couple things happened, you know, that really changed it. And, you know, one was that I really started taking a lot more initiative and before I had this approach where, you know, and this is maybe, I don't know, maybe more of the younger generation, like, but like I was almost waiting for her to come to me, you know, where mm-hmm. like, I just, I think as a man and as a leader, you know, especially, and not to be sexist, but like, I think a man, you know, needs to go out and like, you know, be very clear. And so I think maybe some men that are listening to this and you're stuck, maybe you're sitting around, you're waiting for her to show up, like, and you need to like, go and ask her on a date, look her in the eyes, say, I would like to go on a date with you. You smell good. I'm going to take you somewhere, not a place that has a spork, right? Real meal. And you're going to pay for it. Don't go Dutch. It's not Christian. Right. And you're going to take care of this girl, you know, and look hey. her in the eyes. And so like, that was one of it. It was like taking initiative, not just like, Oh, Hey, I kind of think I have, you know, that was like one. Um, but the other was like, I can't take credit for is that um, she actually had uh, dreams, Joe, for four nights in a row about us, like, like me walking into a room with, with kids and we were married and she was like kind of freaked out by it wow. and was like, what the heck? And she woke up after the fourth night of that and was like, what is going on? And, and she, and the difference is, is that she didn't, she didn't necessarily want to hear God say this. Right. But she heard God say to her that, that we were going to get married. And um, she, she instantly started, you know, she had feelings for me, you know, totally. It wasn't like, she's like, I'm just going to obey God and marry this guy. I don't really like, you know? And, um, and yeah, so we, I mean, gosh, we only dated for seven months and got married and we've been married for uh, 11 years now. Um, Awesome, man. Congratulations. So yeah, that's, (laughs) that's how it happened. (laughs) It's kind of crazy. Hey guys, you know, I believe there was, might've been some fasting and praying too going on there. For her to get those dreams and God, you know, talk sure. to her about it. <laughs> for sure. Oh, man, that is very, very cool, man. I am so glad to have you on. And guys, uh, if, if you hadn't felt the heart of Justin and his compassion about how to do business right, how to do e-commerce, Facebook, uh, fulfilled by uh, Facebook, fulfilled by Amazon, guys, check him out. And uh, Justin, at work, where can they find out more about you? Um, yeah, probably the best uh, place is to, you know, you can connect with me on Instagram. My handle is uh, I am Justin Bell uh, at I am Justin Bell. Um, you can also go to uh, faithplusbiz.com, uh, which is our podcast uh, website and, and connect, connect with me over there. Guys, he has some very good training. I saw him training. He's a, he's a good leader. As you can see, he's a, a faithful at home. He understands the difference of having a business just to have a business and having a business with purpose. And that, that's what I got out of this. And he has a very good story about how he met his wife. Very patient man. He knew what he wanted, kept, uh, kept at it, and then stepped up and he went into the end zone, scored for, oh, for 11 years, which is good. Over 10 year hump, man, you're, you're on it now, man. No way back. <laughs> any, any last words for our, our audience? 
Yeah, I would just um, I would just say to, you know, really see, you know, your your area of leadership or business, you know, for those that are listening um, in that in that sense of stewardship, you know, because I think a lot of times we ha- we do have I love that you said cognitive dissonance, really, like we do have that cognitive dissonance mm-hmm. in our lives where it's like, here's my job over here, you know, here's my family over here. But like, um, it's supposed to be integrated, you know, and that was even like in biblical times, like, you know, the word shalom was like this concept of like wholeness, like that's how the that's how the Jews greet each other, you know, or say goodbye, this is shalom, you know, it was like this, this wholeness. And um, I just encourage, you know, everyone who's listening to see what you're doing, like you as a, a leader, you as you know, a manager in the workplace, like you are doing the work of God, like the Bible would talk about that. It would talk about that about military personnel. Um, it would talk about that about, you know, all sorts of different aspects. And we have this weird thing in our culture where we have um, what theologians call the sacred secular divide, where it's like, that's the spiritual. And then this is like the, the earthly, but God's in all of it. Like, you know, Jesus, he came and he became a man and like, he took upon flesh, like he is in everything. And so when we invite you know, God into our everyday lives, including our leadership. Um, it's, it's very powerful what starts to happen and it becomes exciting because it's not just this thing I'm doing over here that I ask God for help every once in a while, but he's like actively partnering, you know, with me or, or probably better to say that we're actively partnering with him. Mm-hmm. So, um, and uh, that's what I would say. And thank you, Joe, for having me on. This is a great show and you're just a great guy and appreciate your heart for um for leaders and uh, uh you guys are in good hands uh with with joe oh thank you man I appreciate that i appreciate that and guys uh, again we did this on uh, on veterans day uh happy veterans day to all of our folks out there brothers and sisters in arms around the world we're praying for you guys for your safety wherever you may be that you can come home safely to your families but uh, thank you thank you again justin love having you on we got to do this again sometime And uh, guys, have a great, great day. Thanks, Joe.